0: Hi family, um, you know, um, let me just take this moment and just to, you know, to just appreciate life, to appreciate my father, to appreciate um, each and everything, you know, that he has um, taught us, and most importantly, the power that he is revealing to us throughout. Each and every process that we are going through or else how our mind are gonna be renewed if ever we are going to keep on doing the same thing and or we only become the hearer of the word but not the doer of the word so may we become the doer of the word as well so that our mind can be renewed so that we know his will we know his ways but most importantly to be able to know His voice and to follow the voice of truth because each and every process that we are going through, that is what He is teaching us. He is teaching us His plans. He is um, folding His ways unto us so that when the days of the evil one comes or when uh, we are faced with challenges and when we are faced with difficult situations, Then we can remember who we are and we can know that, you know, this is the power that we have. This is what he has given unto us. You know, um, each and everything that God wants us to do, he just wants to restore us. Or um, he just wants us to, you know, um, shift us from the spirit or from the position of slavery. You know, because through salvation there is freedom even through knowing him or being in Christ, that is a freedom on its own. You know, the devil has caged us. The devil has manipulated us. The devil has taken so much away from us. I don't know if ever we are realizing or if ever we are so ignorant that we are just so comfortable in in who the devil says we are. But what about who God says we are? What about us seeking and searching for the truth that will reveal ourselves or that will reveal our identity. What about us finding ourselves and finding um, uh, our our power? You know, I'm just going to repeat that most, uh, over and over again because, yes, we've got power. You know, we've got power in us. We've got power that is hidden in Christ. And there's the only way that we can find ourselves. We can find that power is through Christ and you know for me I'm just praying I'm just urging each and everyone that may we seek him you know he is open for us you know he has extended his invitation to us that when you draw closer to him he will draw closer to you so may we draw closer to him more than anything else because we need him you know especially in these days whereby it is becoming so dark and dark and dark so we need him in our lives we need him to sustain us, you know, we need him to be at his feet. Because if ever you can just realize, you know, I have been preaching or I have been sharing about being at Jesus' feet. And if ever I can just remind you, I'm reminding you of I don't know if ever you can just take a second, you know, and just think about it that or oh, which feet have you found yourself in? You know, we have found ourselves in in the feet of those or upon the feet of those who have hurt us you know repeatedly but we are still giving them chances in our lives right you know today I just want to talk about loyalty I just want to talk about trust because it seems like we have given our trust we have given our loyalty you know to men we are so loyal to men we are so trustful you know, upon them you know and they have not given us anything but a grief They have not given us anything but suffering. They have not given us anything, you know, but upon their feet, there is a lot of empty promises. There is so much, you know, right now, like I said, but we are still going back to them. We are still giving them chances, maybe in the hope that they will change, you know. We are still giving them chances, maybe in the hope that along the way, they're going to realize their mistakes or they are going to realize the person that we are. That is it. We are giving them chances for them to realize the person that we are so that after they realize maybe they can treat us well. After they realize maybe they can be able to respect us. After they realize maybe they can be able to give us what we have given them or they can be able to treat us the way we are treating them. I don't know what are you expecting. Are you expecting them to treat you differently? Or because of your character, because of who you are, you are expecting that through you, they will change. But you know, one thing that I have learned or I have been learning is that you can never change anyone. You can never change someone who does not want to be changed. You can't. But there's only one who deals with the heart of man. There's the only one who changes a man into whom he needs him to be. It is Christ. That is why by at his feet, we are able to be changed, we are able to be transformed, we are able to be restored. That is our salvation at his feet. But like I said, we have given ourselves, we have given our trust, we have given our loyalty to men. We are too loyal to those who continue to take from us. We are too loyal to those who continue to to deprive us of everything that God has uh, uh, has uh, has promised unto us. You know, we are too loyal to those who continue to manipulate us, to those who continue to hide the truth from us, to those who continue, you know, to lie and manipulate and deceive us. But we are too loyal to them. We are too loyal to the point of even sacrificing our souls. We are too loyal, you know, to the point of giving ourselves or compromising or sacrificing ourselves. We are too loyal. We trust them with everything that we have. But what about God? Why can't we be loyal to the one who have gave us life? Why can't we be loyal to the one who knows us, to the one who knitted us together in our mother's womb? Why can't we be loyal to the only one who wants us to prosper in any way? Why can't we be loyal to the one who, who whose plans, you know, our prosperity is us being uh, 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 relieved from our slavery? Because on and on he will remind the Israelites that didn't, am I not the God, you know, who delivered you out of Egypt? But why are we? loyal to those who want to keep us as their slaves. You know, we become slaves if ever we are at their feet. We become slaves if ever we are so loyal and we are trustworthy to them. But upon their feet, the only thing that we are receiving, we are receiving pain. We are receiving pain over and over again. But we continue to be loyal to them. You know, if ever I can go back, you know, okay, this coming, this uh, weekend, I went home, you know, I was with my mom and, you know, I'm just loving the time with my mom because each and every time when we are together, you know, we talk about the Bible, you know, we talk about so many things. We're talking about even relationship nowadays. So I'm just loving the transition. I'm just loving, you know, the growth. I'm just loving everything. You know, just by being in Christ, God is able to change. God is able to shift. God is able to do so much that we don't even think that he cannot do because, you know, he says in his word that his His plans or his ways are much more higher than our ways. You know, when we have not even figured it out, when we don't even know what to do, even, even ourselves, you know, we get ourselves into things that later on, We're not able to even get ourselves out of. We are too overwhelmed with our challenges, too overwhelmed with our pain, with our suffering, with everything. At the end of the day, we sink deeper and deeper, you know, into depression. We sink deeper, you know, into the pain. We sink deeper. And at that time, we're allowing the the devil to take charge. We're allowing the devil to take control. We are allowing the devil to just dictate, you know, our ways and our thoughts. And that is where he flourish, you know. If ever he can just uh, control your mind, if ever he can shift your mind, if ever, <coughs> and forgive me, if ever he can just, you know, uh, um, um, change uh, or, or or use you in a way that you see that or you allow fear and anxiety, you know, to creep into your life and to change everything about you, your faith, you know, your trust, your loyalty. You know, that is what the devil is so good at. He's so good. He's a mastermind. He plays, you know, with our mind. You know, he he, he makes us believe that, you know, we can never do nothing. He makes us believe that at his feet there is life, there is peace, there is joy. But at the ultimate end will realize that at his feet there is nothing but pain there's nothing but suffering there is nothing you know but us continuing you know in the same patterns in the same habits that will lead us to sin more and more and more up until you know if ever you are at the feet of those who are hurting you but you find yourself you know going uh, 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 um Uh, 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 maybe forgiving them or being in the same situation over and over again. That is slavery. That is slavery. Anything that does not give you joy, you are a slave to that. You are a slave to your pain. You are a slave to your suffering. You are a slave to your fears. You are a slave to your anxieties. You are a slave to your doubts. You are a slave. And at the ultimate end, You are missing the bigger part of you. You are missing who God has created you to be. You know, that is why the Bible, or that is why God says, Cast all your fears and anxiety unto me, and all he who are heavy laden come to me, and I will give you rest. There is a reason for him to say that, so that the devil doesn't hold on, that doesn't take charge over your life, so that the devil doesn't come and deceive you, so that the devil doesn't come and cage you. So that the devil doesn't come and dictate the terms and conditions of your life. or The, the devil does not come and just take control or wanting to just, you know, uh, or, 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 or derive you or take you to a place, you know, where, you, um, where God does not want you. You know, we need him in our lives. We need God in our lives. We need him for our sustainability. We need him so that he can be able to keep on providing for us, you know, to keep on covering us, to keep on, you know, helping us to, to even keep, continue to be our strength in our weaknesses. Because that is who, or that is why we need God in our lives. We need him for so many reasons. You know, we need him for his guidance. We need him to lead us to his path of righteousness. We need him for our sanity. We need him so that we can have peace that surpasses all human understanding. We need him, you know, underline all human understanding. His peace surpasses all human understanding. We need him this morning. We need him every day, every second of our lives. We need him to take control. We need him to take charge. We need need him to, to, to strengthen us. We need him to lead us. We need him so that we can be who he has, you know, planned us or for our lives to be or maybe to even walk in the days or live in the days or experience the days that he has fashioned for us. You know, we need him. You know, the Bible says, may we acknowledge him in our ways may we acknowledge him in everything that we do may we acknowledge him so that he can make our crooked ways you know straight we need him because at his feet we need his word as the helmet of our salvation we need him more than anything we need his word so that it can become our breastplate of righteousness we need his word Because by His feet, there is so much that we need to acquire. There is so much that we need to learn. And so that we can be able to be who He has has, uh, 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 purposed in our lives. So that we can be able to walk, you know, not by sight, but by faith. Because we are believing Him for so many things. We are believing Him and You know know what? Like I said, where is your loyalty? Where is your trust? Where is your loyalty? Where is your trust? You know, we have placed our trust at the feet of men. But if I may ask you, what is it that you have received at the feet of men? If If I can ask you, you know, if ever... Because we have even succumbed so much, you know, to this to the patterns, to the uh, uh, patterns of this world. But what are you learning from the world? What the world has left have, have taught you. You know, there's so much that um, the Bible is teaching us, and if ever you can you read your Bible, the Bible is teaching us that is prior to what the world is teaching us. You know, the world is teaching us not to just, you know, to love one another, but, you know, you are just on your own. You know, the world will just teach you like everyone for himself. Yet the Bible is teaching us to love one another. Yet the Bible is teaching us to be there for one another and most importantly to pray for one another, but we are finding so many things wrong. We are doing so many things wrong. I don't know if ever it's because of ignorance, because even the Bible says we we will perish because of lack of knowledge. But we have the knowledge with us. We have it. The thing is that we just only choose to become the hearer of the word, but we don't choose to be the doer of the word. You know, the word of God is teaching us to honor our father and mother, but what are we doing right now? We are so rebellious right now. We are rebelling against our parents. We don't want to listen to instruction. We don't want to listen when they talk to us. We don't want to listen when they reprimand us. We don't want to listen when they show us the way. We don't want to listen. I don't know. We are calling us what? A new generation? We are calling. Also, it's like we know so much. And the problem, it comes to that when we become too wise in our own eyes to the point that we don't even want to listen to correction, to the point that we don't even want to listen when even our parents are leading us or they are teaching us the ways of life. But we have become so ignorant, we have become so rebellious, we have become so hard-headed that we don't even want to listen to instructions, even to God. We don't even know because God is a parent right but you don't want to listen to him but the Bible says honor your mother and father so that your days can be longer but we don't want to listen to that it's like we know the truth it's like we know everything nowadays we don't want to listen may we stop and listen and may we stop and may we just go at Jesus' feet Because that is where life is. That is where our sustainability is. And you know so many things. Remember, you know, one thing that I hate, I don't know if ever I can say the world has been teaching us all. What is it? You know, we have no longer even compassion. You know, we are made in the image and in the likeness of God. But we are lacking the very same thing that God has created in us. We are lacking the We no longer show kindness to our people. We no longer show compassion. You know, you will see a person dying, fighting for their lives. But we are too quick to take videos than saving life. We rather take videos than to save life. Where is the compassion? Where is that character of God inside of us? What has died inside of us? The devil is continuing to take so much away from us. And I don't know if ever I can say we are allowing him or if ever we are succumbing deep into the standards of this world that we no longer even care, we no longer even, you know, even the life of a person. You know, there's so much that the Bible is teaching us, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not lie. There is so much Knowledge from the Bible that will save us. You know, the knowledge that we are finding from the Bible, the knowledge that we are finding, the knowledge, the wisdom, and that we are finding at Jesus' feet is the one that will save us from the devil. And it saves us in a way that you know it is giving us life. But you know, it's like we rather choose death than life. We rather choose death than life. You know, I don't know what's happened to us, Ben. I don't know. You know, um, may we shun evil. May we resist the devil, because the Bible is saying that, you know, resist the devil and he will flee from you. But we are doing the opposite. We are not resisting the devil, but we just go into his direction. You know, we just go on his footsteps. You know, we are just following him. I don't know. We are just following him blindly. We are following with him, with him with ignorance. I don't I don't know. But that is what we are doing right now. So am I if ever I can ask, but what is the world is teaching us? What is the world? You know, you see Right now, even men, you know, people who are supposed to be providers, people who are supposed to be, you know, our caregivers, people who are supposed to, you know, be our security, those are the people who are destroying, those are the people who are killing us. We don't know where to run. We don't know our safety. We don't know where. Because God made men as provide us. But instead of them providing, they are taking from us. Instead of them securing and, you know, you know, uh, uh, providing security, they are not doing that. They are the one killing. We are running away from them. But God did not really create them to be like that. So I don't know if ever I'm saying, or what I'm saying is that where is our loyalty, where is our trust? And may we find ourselves in Christ, you know. May we take care of each other, because that is what God, that is who God has made us, you know, to love one another. And remember, you know, you know what I love about God—everything that He has made, you know, it is so beautiful. But if ever you can look at the world right now, the devil is busy turning what is beautiful, what God has made beautiful, into something so ugly, into something. You know, everything that the devil is doing, it is just defiling, you know, the beauty of the beauty of God. It is just defiling the truth of God. It is just defiling each and everything you know that God has just made for us the beautiful thing, the most wonderful thing. Where is your loyalty? You know, we are so loyal unto men that we are even killing ourselves from them. You know, especially as women, if I can just be personal. You know, women nowadays, I don't know, we we, we, we have succumbed too much. We have succumbed too much. And there is so you know, you know, when, when you know if ever you want to listen to a man who has succumbed to the standards of this world or who have we have made man our God. You know, uh, most of the times, even if I can go to, if it's us women, but even men, they can do this. You know, you will just realize, or you just like hear them saying that, you know, they cannot go on. You know, that's when now you realize that men has just given their loyalty, you know, unto men, not unto God. When they just say they cannot go on, they cannot live, you know, they cannot do nothing without this person, you know, they cannot just live without this person, you know, life is unbearable without this person. Who are they? Because they don't know themselves, they can never be the people they are without men in their lives. That is how much we have succumbed to the standards of this world and we have made men our God and we have put God lower you know my prayer is that we go back to God my prayer is that we find ourselves in Christ that is my prayer my prayer is that we keep on at his feet because at his feet there is so much that we can find there is peace there is joy at his feet you know, um, if I, I just wanted to share this thing with you, you know, today, you know, as I was going through my things, I was just picking, I was just picking my things. And, you know, later on, because I was just clearing, you know, everything that I'm no longer using. And to my surprise, you know, I'm finding things that, oh my goodness, you know, I am finding things for 2016. I'm finding papers for 2016. You know, so today it's just dawned on me that, you know, our problem as people we like to hold on to things. We get too attached to even things that we no longer use. You know, we get too attached into things that are no longer needed in our lives. You know, we get too attached to the things that we no longer need at our present moment. We hold on to the past so much and we make them our present. That is is why we are missing so much. That is why it is so hard for us to shift That is why why it is so much to move away, you know, to let go. How can you let go when you're keeping things from 2016? How can you let go when you're still keeping things from 2003? How can you let go, you know, when you are keeping things from, I don't know from how many years you know, I'm just looking at these papers today when I was just clearing everything. And I'm like, I've been keeping these things. And mind you, I no longer use them. I no longer need them. But today, when I, you know, when I just wanted to just, you know, pack everything and just to clean everything, that's when I'm realizing that, you know, if ever I can show you, you know, the stack of things that i found in my wardrobe, that i found in... Uh, you you know you'll be shocked I'm even shocked myself and I'm asking myself why have I been keeping these papers or why haven't I gone through you know my 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 papers mother why why haven't I cleaned why haven't I because that's when you realize that you have been keeping things that are no longer needed in your life you have been keeping things you know we become too attached to things I don't know if ever, if I can say that again. That is where our loyalty are from. You know, we are so loyal, you know, to the things that are not beneficial in our lives. We are so loyal to things that are distracting. them they have become the destruction in our lives. We are so loyal, you know, to things that have just. Uh, uh, I don't know if, I, if I, I can say they are just. Uh, 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 they are just keeping. You know, there is no space for anything else in our lives because there are some things that we are still keeping, there are some things that we are still holding on, there are some things that we are attached to. I don't know it's because of our comfortability, I don't know it's because of fear. I don't know we are keeping those things, or as a reminder. I don't know, you know, just make me understand. Why we people become so attached to the things that we no longer need? Why are we so much attached to the things that are not even important? Why why are we doing that? You know, that is a problem for us to moving on, you know, for us to make a clean slate. You know, we are so afraid of moving on. We are so afraid of starting over. Sometimes we need that we need to start over and for you to start over you need to go back and clean for you to start over you need to go back and visit those places that you don't want to visit for you to start over you need to find yourself you know you need to face the truth because you cannot move on while you are leaving things behind because those things you are going to be attached to where you are going those things You are going to bring them with you if ever you don't face your truth, you don't face the man in the mirror, or you just choose to be ignorant because those things are not going anywhere. You will be going forward with all the baggage, with all the burden, with everything that you were supposed to have let go of, with everything that you have supposed to have left a long time. That is what I realized today when I was cleaning. And I'm like, why am I keeping these things? Why have I been holding on to these things? Because I no longer need them. You know, I'm looking at papers from 2016. You know, when have you last cleaned your house, your heart, your mind, you know, everything about you? Because everything, it is stuck in our mind. Because we don't clean because we just like to hold on. It's like we love to be in, in slavery. We become too attached to the things that are no longer needed in our lives. You know, um, like I'm saying... You know, I just clean the whole lot. And I, I, I don't know, I, I'm just uh, wanting you to find yourself. You know, I just want you to find God and the truth of God. Yes, we are coming from different places whereby we have been manipulated, whereby we have been lied to. And even today... You know, we don't even know the truth. But the truth, it is only found in Christ. The truth is only found at his feet. That is where the truth is coming from. You know, like I said, I was just asking questions that what have you learned from the world? What has the world taught you? Hmm? What has the world taken away from you? Because the world is taking so much away from us and we are not even aware. Hmm? And um, at the world's feet, who does the teaching or where does the teaching come from? And what kind of impact it is doing or what will you, what impact will it do to your generation? Because remember, the devil only came to steal, to destroy, and to kill. And at the ultimate end, what he's taking away from us, is taking away the pureness. The pureness that is able to see what is true. The pureness that is our discerning spirit. The pureness that is able to see what is false. The pureness that is able to differentiate that this is not for me, this is wrong, this is right for me. The devil is taking away that from us so that he can be able to manipulate the truth in us and he can be able to manipulate everything that God has made good to us and he can be able to take away everything that good that God has given to us. The character of God, you know, the devil is taking away everything from us because if ever he can be able to instill everything that God did not give to us, then that means he is able to steal, he's able to kill, and he's able to destroy everything good, everything beautiful, everything true, everything pure that God has given unto us. You know, the devil is teaching us to be envious, but the God that never teach us that. The devil, the devil is teaching us, you know, to be jealous. The devil is teaching us everything that will lead us to committing sins. The devil is teaching us everything that will lead us to be in slavery. The devil is teaching us everything that will be against God or that will be against the character of God. And each and everything, it just leaves us to be who God has never really taught us. You know, the devil is taking away so much, and we are not aware. He's taking, like I said, he's taking everything that is pure. You know, everything that is pure is it's, it's in you. It's your purpose. It's your gift. It's everything, the talent that God has given unto us. You know, the devil is just taking our words and he's turning them into something that will defile the beauty of God. You know, I'm just listening to some. You know, in this uh, week, I was just, I've been listening to music. And once you allow the devil to come into your space, even your lyrics, they change. Even your words, they change. Everything changes about you. Your speech changes. Your ways changes. How you see things. Your perspective changes. Your behavior, your character Your attitude changes when the devil has just taken over your life. That's why I'm saying the pureness is the beauty that God has given us. The pureness is the truth that God has given to us. Our pureness is our discerning spirit so that we can be able to see. We can be able to discern what is not true. We can be able, you know, to even, you know, um, Speak prior or contrary to the devil's words. That's what he is taking from us, so that he can be able, you know, to come and steal. He can be able to come and defile the very image of God. He is taking that away from us. And if ever he takes our words, you know, the words, you know, our words in everything, you know, our talents, our gifts our purposes, everything that we do. The devil, you know, will take those words and turn them into rage and turn them, you know, into something that is is, is brutal. He turned our words into anger. He turned our words into defiling the very image and the character of God. He turns our words, you know, into killings, into violence, into, you know, so many wrong things. But if ever you can realize God wants our ways to heal, to show compassion, you know, to show love, to display the color of, of of his beauty. That is what God has given to us. That is the gift, the talent that God has given unto us, so that through our words we heal. Through our words, we speak life through our words. You know, we spread joy. We spread love through our words. We are able to give a different perspective, but a perspective that will give you the answers that you've been searching for, that will give you the healing that you've been searching for, that will give you, you know, everything. But that one thing for sure, it will restore life unto you. But the devil does not want us that. He takes everything so that it tend or it just kills people inside so the devil is giving us a weapon to kill with our words in each and every talent that God has given unto us in each and every gift that God has given unto us but God but the devil is defiling those words he's defiling our lyrics He is defiling our poetry. He is defiling each and everything good that our hands. He is defiling each and every pureness in our hearts so that we become the destroyers. God wants us to become the repairers. God wants us to heal because in his gifts, in his talents, he wants us to heal. He wants us to give life. He wants us to restore life. He wants us to, rest- to, to, to lead people, you know, into, into freedom. But the devil, with his words, with his lies, with his manipulation, he wants us to lead our own into slavery. But that is not the intention of God. And remember, at the end of the day, it will lead to death because we are no longer encouraging in our words. We're no longer speaking life in our words. We're no longer, you know, um, displaying the colors that will just speaks the beauty of God, that will just speaks the character of God. But in each and everything that the devil is doing He is defiling the very image of God and he is bringing glory unto himself. He is bringing honor unto himself. And remember the Bible, it says, worship me in truth and in spirit. That is where our pureness again is. The pureness within our spirit, within the truth. That's where our lyrics, That's where our weights, that is where life is coming from. So that is what the devil is just stealing from us. He is stealing that opportunity. He is taking that position of worship inside of you. Because each and everything that you are doing, that is bringing honor unto God. You are worshipping God in your words. You are worshipping God in whatever God has given unto you. You are worshipping God. Even in your gifts. When you bring honor unto his name, you are worshipping him. Even in the talents that he has given us. When we are bringing honor unto his name, we are worshipping him. You see, there is so much that the devil has just taken from us. may we you know you know and you know in the in the pureness of our hearts that is where love dwells that's where the truth dwells and that's where you will find god may we not be separated because what god has put together what god has done what god has created it is not to separate us but god created everything that is so good And that brings nourish to us, to our bones, that it brings nourish to our body, that brings nourish, you know, into the path into who He has called us to be. You know, God created everything, not to break us, not to separate us. What God has created is so that we learn to love, to do good, to see good and be good and to pray for one another. As brothers and sisters. You know when I say to do good and to see good and to be good, it comes from the pureness of our hearts. But that is something that we have lost. We no longer want to do good, no longer want to be good, no longer want to see good. We are so blind in the ways of the devil because we are following him wherever he goes. May we turn the other side. May we go to God. Because the devil is twisting the truth to serve him and to suit him. Like I said, or asking at the wall's feet, what have you learned? And who is teaching you? Because God will never separate us. And one thing that he does not want He does not want us to separate us to separate from him he does not want to separate from him because once we separate from him we are losing ourselves we are losing our character we are losing the image we are losing our identity in him may we not separate you know may we go back at his feet so that we are able to be sustained so that we are able, you know, to be restored into who He has created us to be. Let us not allow the devil take away from us. He has taken away our words. He has taken away our gifts. He has turned them into something that is viral. I don't know if ever that's English. <laughs> He has taken away and turned it into something that is toxic. He has taken our words and turned them into something that is deadly. It's like a poison. <laughs> he has taken away our words and turned them into poison. He has taken our words and turned them into violence. He has taken our words. And turn them into sin, into death, into making sin so beautiful. He is making sin good. He is making sin desirable. He is making sin as if it is the prince that will prosper us. He is making sin into something that, I don't know, into a success. while we are losing our souls while we are losing our pureness while we are losing everything good and beautiful that god has created in us the devil has taken our words and he has turned them into manipulation he has turned them into lies he has turned them into something that is not that is why i'm saying that we need god to restore us to save us we need to wear our helmet of salvation we need to put on the full armor of christ because at his feet his word are our full armor so that we can be able to fight the devil and we can be able to overcome his evil ways and his evil plans. So that he does not turn everything good into everything toxic. That at the end will defile the character of God. At the end, it will turn into, he, he, he turns sin into something that is desirable. And that is not the ways and the plans of God because his ways is to seek him he wants us to find him he wants us to learn at his feet to find life at his feet to restore our pureness at his feet something that the devil is busy destroying and is busy taking away from us through our words That is why the Bible says, The power of life and death, it lies in your tongue. And the devil is using the very power of the words to destroy. He is using the very power of our words to turn us against or to separate us or to break us away from which is true, which is good, which is pure. He is using that power to cause chaos in the world. He is using that power to kill. He is using that power to cause confusion in the world. He is using that power to cause violence, rage, anger you name it. He is using it. He is using that power through our tongues. So that he can be able to destroy and to kill, and while he is at it, he is separating us. We are separated, not only from ourselves, but all from our people. That is what the devil is taking us. He is taking from us. He is separating us from our people. He is separating us from the people who you know you know he is he is causing separation in everything because once you are alone he is able to come and tempt you once you are alone he is able to come and manipulate you once you are alone he will be able to come and cause confusion once you are alone once you are separated he is able to come And speak lies. Once you are alone. He will come and inflict fear. And anxiety unto you. Because that is what he wants. Once you are alone. Because remember when you are alone. You know in difficult times. You cannot pray alone. You cannot strengthen yourself alone. You cannot do much when you are alone. That's where the devil will come in. And you will just speak his venom unto you because he is separating us from our people. He is separating us from what is good. He is separating us from everything beautiful that God has created for us. May we go at his feet to take our pureness back. May we go at his feet To take our power back so that whatever we speak it does not entice the devil so that whatever that we speak it does not really bring honor unto the devil's ways but whatever that we speak may we speak life may we resist the devil in the words that we are speaking may we resist the devil in the things that we are speaking in the life in the truth that we are speaking that is other way of resisting the devil may we resist the devil by speak prior to what he wants to achieve may we resist the devil by being pure in our ways by being good by doing good and by By speaking life, may we resist the devil. By being at Jesus' feet, learning from Him, acquiring from Him the truth, life, the teachings, salvation, restoration, repentance. That's what we're going to learn. At Jesus' feet. Because at Jesus' feet. There is life. That will sustain us. And restore us. To our pureness. So family. You know without adding or subtracting anything to the word of God. May we go into our closet and clean. May we go back and be at his feet. May we find ourselves being loyal and trusting God more than anything may we cling unto him may we not be dictated by the standards of this world may we not give the devil the power of the words that God has given unto us but may we speak life because even life comes from the power of a tongue but may we speak life and resist and shun the devil in his ways. Thank you, family, for listening. Up until next time, may we stay blessed. May we draw closer to him. May we be who God has purposed in our hearts to be. And may we not allow the devil to defile something pure, good, that God has instilled in us. So, you know, um, yeah, up until next time, family, my name is Suki and we are still, we are still about our father's business. Up until next time, stay blessed.